0: I'm General Manager Ethan Rossignol at Dark Horse Toyota in Silver Spring. Having trouble finding a car? Come to Dark Horse Toyota in Silver Spring. Dark Horse Toyota is the Central Atlantic Region's number one Toyota dealer year after year. We are here to help you with all your car buying needs. Take advantage of our large inventory and pricing. Come visit us at Dark Horse Toyota in Silver Spring or online at darkharstoyota.com.
2: All right everybody, we're back again. This is the drive on 93.7 The Ticket. Proudly sponsored by Sand Global. Sand Hills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling support, software development, web design and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. Boom. And I kept a straight face the whole time while AD was laughing. <laughs> I am a professional.
3: Proud, I both of you guys, look at your phones right now uh, real quick.
2: I I did. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: <laughs> I, people, people on the stream are probably just freaked out. They're like, why Why are Nick and AD dancing so, so much? They got no clue. It's Friday. It's Friday. Uh, it is Friday. It Everyone's is Friday. Frown. It's Friday.
4: We're going to.
3: We always have somewhat of a we have, we have a script to report, it, but we go off the rails occasionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, since we're laughing, off the rails. Since we're laughing, folks, uh, we'll read a few texts. But uh, there was one on here. I want to go back to a few of these that were on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see right here. Um, IQ Crew. I thought I liked that when I was back at you know about almost about thirty minutes ago. IQ Cruz says I found out something that made the cool factor for Dolphins coach Mike McDaniel go even further. One of his first jobs was a ball boy for the
2: Denver Broncos. Wow! <laughs> so he knows about winning.
3: <laughs> many moons ago, Raph. Yeah, many moons yeah. ago. It's only been
2: seven years. Come on, guys. <laughs> Nick was Nick was thirteen. <laughs> Yikes! I he was I was thinking about this today. Nick's entire life. Tom Brady has been playing quarterback. Yeah, I realized that yesterday. Yeah. Okay.
0: Dang! I realized that yesterday, like, man, like, whenever Tom Brady retires, it'll be the first season in my lifetime that Tom Brady hasn't been playing in the NFL. (laughs) That's insane to think about. I
3: don't even know what to even say on that, man. What can I say? Okay, that that is just absolutely crazy when you put it in that perspective. Yeah, yeah. that your entire life he's been the quarterback for the he's been a quarterback in the NFL.
0: Yeah, extremely impressive for Tom Brady. I mean, there you go, man. You know what? Ugh.
3: It is, man. Very he well like conditioned. I said, I'm no, I'm yeah, I'm no Brady fan. But I respect the dude like crazy, man. I mean, it ain't nothing. But, I, I, it's nothing but respect for the cat. I mean, to be the longevity is just ridiculous, man. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Uh,
0: did, I don't know. Uh, did, guy, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, did you guys go see? Ahead, no. Did you guys see um, on ESPN? It was like, it was like Mad Dog Russo. Mar, um, one other, it wasn't Marcus Spears. It was somebody else like I'm blanking on. And then Dan Orlovsky. They were saying the best place next season for. Um, for Tom Brady and Russo and the former football, one of the other former football players said the Raiders, Dan Orlovsky said the Panthers. Huh. So for and, Tom Brady? To for Tom Brady. And, and I, I look at it this way, guys. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's, I look at it as he's only going to go somewhere where he feels like he can win a Super Bowl next year. Because no, I, 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 no I, I feel like Tom Brady is probably on that, I want to go out as a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. And so that's why I think the Panthers are not a, a landing spot. But like are the Raiders with uh, are the Raiders just automatically in Super Bowl contention with a guy like Tom Brady? Uh probably.
2: Interesting. It, what if Josh Jacob leaves? Um I would probably st- I think wherever I mean unless the team is just a complete dumpster fire, I think wherever Tom Brady goes Mm. Is going to give them that instant credibility. I mean, look at Tampa Bay when he went down there; they That's weren't true. they weren't considered a Super Bowl competitor. I mean, they were all right team. They weren't spectacular by no means. I think Jameis Winston had like thirty interceptions that year prior, where they were decent. They were an okay team, but once Tom Brady came, it was like okay Super Bowl expectations. I think the Raiders are the same way. I think they're thinking if we can get Tom Brady. We'll put him back with this offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels, who you know had probably the greatest success with him. So, I would—that's the way the Raiders are thinking. Plus, yeah. plus Mark Davis—he is one of the very few owners in the NFL that his only source of money making is the, the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, you're right. So his thought okay. process is: we get Tom Brady, marketing going to go nuts, yeah. Vegas is going to go nuts, and that's more money in my pocket. So yeah, Mark Davis doesn't own Walmart. Well, what the Broncos do. We can't all not, can't not everybody can the Broncos. Walmart. Did you hear about <laughs> Sean Payton? They were talking that possibly he would be command between twenty and twenty-five million for a contract.
3: <laughs> and you know what? Jeez. Broncos got it. it. The Broncos would be the team that they could pay that out of the parking money. Hmm. I mean, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a dent to them whatsoever. You know, and I think um, it's going to be interesting. That's something we're going to get into, man. Is that you know the coaching corrals are too we got a quick clip to make you laugh even more on this flashback funny friday
1: here we go see some of you are drinking that's not the answer (laughs) it's not eating is it's amazing how our attitude on alcohol changes right because even as a teenager you know it's wrong you're like you know i don't like the taste of it but i want to look cool and then in your 20s you're like you know what this kind of gives me confidence to talk to the opposite sex and then in your 40s, you're like, you know what? This is the only thing I like about being alive. <laughs> it's only funny because it's true. I'm sure some of you are going to go to some bars, head to a bar, right? Yeah. I never really feel comfortable right when I get in a bar. I'm always kind of like, who are all these strangers? But after a couple of beers, I'm like, these guys are probably my best friends. <laughs> Because your experience in a bar changes over the course of the night, right? As the night goes on, you see really why we go to bars. We go to bars so we can behave like children. Toddlers, really. You ever go to a bar at 2 a.m.? You might as well be picking up a kid at nursery school. <laughs> it's the same experience. The behavior's the same in both places. Both places, there's always some strange yelling for no reason at all. You know. <laughs> Both places, you go in the bathroom, it's obvious not everyone's potty trained. (laughs) Both places, there's always someone crying, she was my best friend, but not anymore. Both places, occasionally there's a fight, you know, he was standing where I wanted to stand. (laughs) So I punched him in the head. (laughs) I need more juice at 2 a.m. people are drunk in bars I love how we're always surprised when someone's drunk in a bar we're actually shocked we're like look at that guy he's wasted in a bar I came here to read a novel (laughs) mostly the people that are drunk in bars are drunk because they're drinking shots and really the only time to ever drink a shot is never no one's ever drank a shot and then done something they're proud of I got wasted last night, and then I went out and built some low-income housing. (laughs) That never happens. You always wake up the next day, and you're like, I need a new identity. Maybe two of them.
0: That was was good. That was
1: really...
2: (laughs) (laughs) I need a new identity. I need a new identity. He
3: goes. The party cracks me up because you never, you know, wake up the next, you dip know, something you were proud of after having a shot. Low you know, income
0: housing. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go take some shots and have some, build some low income housing. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Oh, that's man. good. Um, Ad, we got a we got a phone call. Bruce in Oregon is on the line. But well, man, B. Bruce, what's up? Good morning. Hey guys. Hey,
4: uh, Nick, um, so if Tom Brady, uh, um, as a Raiders fan, we got guys like we could uh, franchise tag uh, um, Jacobs, mm-hmm. um, obviously, if they want him. Um, but you got Adams, Waller, mm-hmm. um, um They had a kid they picked up, Hollins. Uh, mm-hmm. kid, did, kid did a great job. But, I mean, obviously, Tom Brady is going to go wherever, you know, he feels like going. Um Hopefully it's to the Raiders, but, you know, uh, but my question to you guys and Nick, since you're always uh, at the games all the time, um, these bottom teams that were, were at three, uh, three wins in the big 10 for Nebraska, um, do you see us uh, beating any of these teams on their, you know, on the road? Uh, I know we can beat them at home, but do, do you see us getting... Up in the top ten.
0: You, you you looking at at football or basketball? At the basketball. At okay. the basketball team. Okay. Let me... Okay. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate it. Oh. Okay, Bruce, so... Appreciate you, brother. So, I, I went through it yesterday, guys. And I... Rico and Austin called me crazy. I think six and six is possible for Nebraska basketball. I, I really do. I, I, I honestly, genuinely do. After I saw the way Fred Hoiberg coached on Wednesday night... This was Ohio an Ohio State team, guys, that they have a sensational freshman in Bryce Sensabaugh that started out from the field 0 of 8. They had a guy in Zed Key who was was relatively held in check for the most part, even though Derek Walker was in foul trouble. And I look at the way Nebraska won that game on, on Wednesday, and it gives you a little bit of hope, I think, because last year's team doesn't win a game like that. <clears throat> no. Excuse me. Drew. Last year's team doesn't win a game like that. I mean the largest lead of this whole entire game was six points yep. and it was when Nebraska hit back to back threes. Ohio State's largest lead of the game was five and it, then how did Nebraska answer they hit back to back threes. Now is it on their <clears throat> excuse me goodness it's, He's it was losing on their voice I'm losing my voice after after calling the game <laughs> last night um was was it because I mean a big part was it because Nebraska was on their home floor maybe but it was in a very sparse crowd. Because of the weather. I mean, like, when you look at it, it was a bring and create your own energy type of night. Yeah. It was a dirty, it was an ugly, ugly basketball game. Neither team shot it well. Nebraska, they're big. I mean, they were without one of their leaders, not leaders, but one of their starters in Jawan Gary. They had a new starting lineup out there on the floor because they benched C.J. Wilcher and brought in Casey Tomanaga. You started Denim Dawson in the place of Juwan Gary. And Derek Walker played limited minutes the entire game because he couldn't get in for a you know a, a consistent amount of time because he would commit a foul and he'd have to sit back down. So it was choppy minutes from your best player and one of your captains and Derek Walker the entire night. Sam Greasel was not a hundred percent, and you beat an Ohio State team that came in with 10, 10 wins on the year. Yeah, uh, you don't Nebraska doesn't win games like that last season. And, and so when I look at the rest of the schedule. It doesn't line up necessarily favorable, but I don't think 500 basketball is out of the realm of possibility because Nebraska is always going to need things to go their way. They're going to need the turnover battle, rebound battle. They're going to need health. We need Blaze. I mean, Nebraska needs Blaze Kata back quickly. You're going to need things to go your way. You're going to need the other team to shoot poorly because you're not the greatest shooting basketball team yourself. But at home, if things go your way, you get a good crowd, if fans stay engaged and interested in the, game, in, the, in the program, I think that you could win five of your remaining six home games and maybe you steal one on the road, and you're looking at a, at a, fifth, a 500 record overall, which, once again, we're sitting here, and it was on January 18th, Nebraska's already reached their, their season win total from last year. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I, I really don't.
3: Well, you look at uh, Penn State. You know, Penn State is twelve and six. Okay. Um, obviously, that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough match out there tomorrow in Happy Valley. I believe the team leaves some time today mm-hmm. uh, to head out there to the East Coast. We got Northwestern uh, at home. They're twelve and five. Yeah. You know, Northwestern is playing some good basketball. They are uh, right now. And you got Maryland, of course, right now. And Maryland's a feisty team. They're twelve and six. So again, the same record as Penn State. That's at Maryland. Then on the thirty first at Illinois. Who we, you know, and you think that we, we hopefully again, I'm obviously you're not skipping ahead, but if there's a game on that schedule we have for the rest of this month, that's one. If I'm a players like, you know what, mm. they embarrassed our butts at home by 26. By 26, in, in the back of my head, I'm keeping that, I'm that's duly noted that you know that's one game that I want to get back and go to their place and return the favor. But next to your point. If Nebraska plays – and here's – to me, here's crucial. I'm going to keep track of this. It is 9-21 on January 20th. If we value possessions, if we value possessions, Nebraska basketball can play with anybody they have on their schedule left. Mm -hmm. That's number one, okay? Number two, so goes (laughs) D-Walk. So goes D-Walk, Derek Walker. So goes Nebraska. Bingo. The past two games, let's be honest. We all love D-Walk. He's the affable big guy that gets it done. He plays yeah. with his blood, sweat, and tears. He cannot get in mental and psychological trouble on the court and commit and commit fouls that they're uncalled for. We cannot afford D-Walk to get in trouble. We just can't. We just can't. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of the guys, to the rest of those guys, that's great. But Derek Walker, is he is literally the engine to this team. And I mean – even with Greasel playing, if Derek is not in, we've seen the plus numbers when Derek is in the game compared to when he's out. So, number one, you have to value possessions of the basketball. Two, D Walk has got to stay in ball games. He's got to. It's yeah. imperative. Because the remaining schedule we have, they all have big men that pose problems. And without a D Walk, a seasoned veteran, we'll get exposed to that. So to me, those two factors are huge. And I would say third for the rest of the season is bench play. Mm-hmm. someone's got to step up like a dawson stepped up last week you know earlier this week someone's got to step up uh and hit a big shot get a big free throw get a big rebound but it all it's all going to start with valuing possessions and i know strick would agree with me on this we talked about this
2: oh ad oh ad froze ad it's those five star hotels i tell you yeah
0: all right, so we'll we'll see if Ad joins us here real quickly. Yeah. That's too bad. He was in a he was in the middle of a good
2: point. He was he was given the synopsis um, of winning now, basketball
0: exactly. And, and Luffy made a good point on the text line. He says Ohio State did have a four game losing streak coming in. Yeah. I, I would add that they were also without Zed Key, their starting big man yeah. in those four games. Um, I mentioned that they had that that all star freshman, that Bryce Sensabaugh, who started out O of eight from the field. Once again, like. Oh, I think we might have AD back. AD back. The I return. Think, I think AD might be back.
3: I think Streamyard didn't care about my analysis. There it is. It, Man, that's AD, enough. old head. nuts.
0: You were going off. You were going off. Let's just keep it rolling.
3: <laughs> well, that, that was my three factors, and I guess Streamyard said, "Okay, that's enough." <laughs>
4: that's yeah, that's enough. But it, it, yeah,
3: that's enough. But yeah, it's it's going to be with, like I said, uh, a volume possessions, the basketball, uh, D walk, stand on the court, and thirdly. We gotta have somebody. We gotta have a, have a spark plug to come off the bench. So a role player has got to step up
2: and make your free throws. Yeah. Oh,
3: wrath! Yes.
0: Yeah, it's it's little things like that. I, now, now, six and six, be, you know, and an unreal poss- I, I don't. I don't think it is. Number one. Number two. I, I just. Nebraska is always I, I just always look at it this way like Nebraska's always going to need things to go their way. Yeah. It, it's it's it, so they're just going to have to win a, a close ugly game like they did on Wednesday and they've shown the ability that a couple times. Now, I would also argue that in in games that they've either been blown out, we saw Illinois, they backed it up with an 18-point loss then against Purdue how they respond with a gritty tough gross win on Wednesday, on the following week, against Ohio State. Which, Ohio State is not a Minnesota. Ohio State's not Minnesota. And Nebraska was able to beat Minnesota. So, like, that's where I sit there and go, I look at this game on Saturday against Penn State, and historically, this is a better Penn State than in years past, but historically, these Nebraska-Nittany-Lion matchups are ugly. Nobody really shoots it really well. Usually, honestly, if you look at history the road team is usually the team to win. Penn State's come into Lincoln quite a bit and won. Nebraska's been able to go to Happy Valley and, and get a couple wins as well. So you look at these these games that are in the in the in the in recent history and these are just ugly basketball games, but that's what the Big 10 is, especially yep. with garbage yep. officiating. You got to figure out a way to yep. go through adversity. Yep, and survive survive that first wave of the home, f- home Bingo. court advantage. Bingo, you just can't get, get you that. can't you can't fall down early. You yep. can't you can't look up and be down 20 to 8. Yep. You, you just can't. Right.
2: <laughs> All right, everybody. We will throw it to break. This is the drive 93.7 the ticket